and welcome to Lunar Magic Tea Time, where we discuss all things magical, mystical, metaphysical, and sometimes even a little mundane. I'm Kristen. And I'm Nancy. And this is our Imbolc 2022 episode. If you want the information for how to build your altar and the symbology and that sort of thing, our Imbolc episode 2021 will have all of that for you because that's what we did in 2021 with our sabbats. (laughs) This year for our sabbat series, we're talking about the mythology surrounding the sabbat, and we're going to go more in depth about what we are doing to celebrate. That is what we are doing for this episode. Uh, Before we get into the episode, why don't you go ahead and check out our website at www.lunarmagicteatime.com. You can email us at lunar at lunarmagicteatime.com. Head on over to Facebook and like the Facebook page and join the Facebook group. Uh, Like us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube and follow us and subscribe. All of that good stuff on, sorry, iTunes, (laughs) Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, CastBox, all of your podcast subscription services. Just remember to look up the Lunar Magic Tea Time. So for me, sometimes Invoke feels kind of like a thought that was just added in to, to make it even. And, and, and like, I know that it wasn't. I know the history, and I, but <laughs> it, it just doesn't feel connected to the other sabbats to me. And I don't necessarily mean that in a negative way so much as I mean it in a, I don't really have a connection towards the sabbat very much, mm-hmm. personally. I think part of that is because when I started down my pagan path, I was still very fresh from leaving Christianity, even though I wasn't in any fundamentalist or extreme groups, I was still raised very Christian. And the idea that this Sabbat is actually also a feast day for the same, like there, we'll get into it. We'll get into how we can't separate the Sabbat from the saint. Yeah. So this year... I decided to dive into the deeper meanings and the myths, and hopefully I can deeper my connection. Imbolc is often referred to as St. Brigid's Day or the Feast of St. Bridget. St. Bridget is the patron saint of an insane number of things, actually. Uh, But no matter what, she's always a saint. And there's a lot of stories that revolve around her, and there's a lot of stories that connect her to the goddess Brigid, whose faithful followers just wouldn't give her up like the Irish just did not give up their their pagan faith as easily as some of the other heathens if you will did yeah (laughs) (laughs) so the the church just kind of assimilated her and we don't you know there's no way we can know the full truth we don't have birth records for every single saint out there right yeah looking at the life of saint Brigitte and the and the miracles attributed to her while also looking at the story of the goddess Brigid, it's really easy to see the connections. And by understanding where our myths and our legends come from, we can strengthen our practice and our faith. For centuries, even after the coming of Christianity to Ireland, a sacred flame was tended in Brigid's name at Kildare. This flame represented the hearth, the home, and the community. Tending the flame traditionally was 19 priestesses. Each one would tend the flame for a full 24 hours. And that, so 
19 days, and then on the 20th day, Brigid herself would tend the flame. This practice actually survived hundreds and hundreds of years and, and wasn't ended until Reformation. It has been recently revived, and the sacred the flame sacred to Brigid in the place sacred to her is still tended by nuns who wish to honor the saint. And I find that actually they are still active. You can find them online, actually. Yeah. Yeah, that was really interesting. And they have a, they have a lovely, easy to navigate website. It's well worth checking out, honestly. So some myths about St. Bridget before the myths of the goddess, I think, just so that we can end with honoring the deity, if you will. She was the daughter of, uh, okay, so her story is she was the daughter of an Irish king or lord and a Pictic slave, so a Scottish slave. Hmm. Um, her, she was actually born on the threshold of her house. Um, representing being a bridge, right? Um, especially uh, if we take her her parentage into account, she's a bridge between the nobility yeah. right? and and the poor. She's also a bridge between the educated and the uneducated. Right? She bridges these all of these dualities. Yeah. Or maybe dimensions, throwing that out there. Early in her life, she dedicated herself to God and the church, uh, supposedly spurning a marriage request. She fed the poor to the point that often her own fellow nuns went without. She had the power to turn water into beer. That is is the kind of saint I can get behind. Yeah, water to wine, water to beer, okay. Okay. In Ireland, it makes sense that it would be beer and yeah. not wine, because surprise it wasn't whiskey though. Well, I'm <laughs> sure there was a reason, but I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Once she asked the king for a piece of property for her abbey and her convent, and he laughed at her. He refused, so she she came back with the offer of she asked him for as much land as her cloak would cover. And he granted this request only to have St. Bridget and one uh, one nun each at the four corners pull the cloak and, and run in the four cardinal directions and covered acre upon acre of land, which he had to grant her. Because he said he was going he to. Because he had said. And all of that because he was unwilling to help the poor, which was her driving, her, her big driving thing. It is said that one of her nuns fell pregnant, and so she performed a miracle abortion. Hmm. Yeah, no, I love her. <laughs> I love her. She was also friends with St. Patrick. There, there are actual documentations, documentation of her preaching with St. Patrick. Oh, wow. Um, and they had this very brotherly, sisterly, poke-at-each-other kind of relationship. Hmm. You know that relationship? Yeah. Yeah. I just, I can pick, it's the one I picture frequently of my son just busting into his little sister's room just to annoy her and then leaving. They both lived with me into adulthood and they still did. He still did that. <laughs> yeah. Up until, up until she moved out. <laughs> 
<laughs> and if he would, yeah. <laughs> so one thing about the goddess Bridget and the Saint Bridget that they both have in common is that they unfailingly protect those without. Yeah. So anyone, any marginalized people, whether it's from poverty or illness or or anything like that, both of these spirits will come when called. Yeah. To aid you in those in those things. Goddess Bridget is invoked for many, many things. Many know her as the goddess of hearth and home, others as a goddess of poetry and therefore inspiration, and still others know her for her smithcraft, which I did, I am fascinated by. Hmm. Seen in just these three aspects, we can see her as a goddess who makes the home a place of comfort and beauty, but also gives us the tools to protect it and build it. If she's the goddess of smithcraft, gives us the tools to farm and feed ourselves. It is true. So in bulk is really her day. Uh, traditionally, it's when the new calves would be blessed and uh, new fires lit. So bonfires are a big deal. And you, you kind of just walk the calves through the smoke of a blessed bonfire. We can honor that, those, those traditions of fire <laughs> by lighting. <laughs> Lighting candles. Her favorite colors are blue and silver. Um, I don't think, though, that she actually cares. Yeah. If she is, if she's a goddess of, if, you know, hearth and home, as long as it's what you want, you know, and you're coming to the altar in the right attitude. Mm-hmm. Also, and this one I love, and I need to do it more, but set a small offering at your stove or wherever you consider the heart of your home. So if you if you're somebody like me who doesn't really cook, <laughs> the heart of my home is actually my altar. So that's where Makes I would sense. But see where Nancy, because Nancy is a very good cook, mm-hmm. she should go on the stove. <laughs> <laughs> but really, doesn't I need to be on the stove because someone else would eat it and that would just oh, piss her yeah, off? Right. Uh, What's we, this? Including Nilla. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I do have a golden doodle that has very long. She's a leggy blonde. She's a leggy. Oh my <laughs> and she helps herself to whatever's on the counter. So okay. mine also will probably be on my altar. And it, it can just be an offering of food or drink, whatever you see fit that way. She can be invoked for a full cleansing of your home by blessing and lighting a white candle in her name and carrying it throughout the home, um, exactly like you would do for a smoke cleanse, while inviting her in to protect it and join you join you in your home. And I do that, that invocation of Bridget is something I do every time I move houses. Um, I did it when I moved in here. Um, I just, I have a white candle that is just her candle and I use it for cleansings when I need to cleanse it. Nice. Uh, it's just it's just a huge white candle that I have blessed in her name and it gets tucked away when I'm not using it but when I when I do need it it comes out and I do a little invite her to the party thing and yeah I saw something huh reading one of my books that um she talked about basically spring cleaning and I was like oh I wonder if that was the origin of spring cleaning 
brushing away all the cobwebs of winter and so I'm kind of treating this Shabbat as like um, new beginnings, kind of goals I want to set for the next three months and all that. One, I, one story I found associated with bulk that I had never heard before, but I really found interesting was the story of the sacred hag, the Calic, C-A-I-L-L-E-A-C-H. I know I'm not saying it correctly. Uses bulk to go out and gather the last of the wood she will need for the fire to, to finish tending to her hearth for the rest of the winter. Uh, but she can also use this day to weave a little extra magic and make sure the day is bright and sunny so she can uh, gather extra wood and make winter last a little longer. Okay. She lost me at make the winter last longer. Right. But um, Groundhog's Day is also on in Yes. And um, we can see where an American tradition has very pagan folk roots. Mm-hmm. So, Nancy, what are you doing? Okay, actually, I already know what Nancy's doing for Amble. And let me let me just tell you that this woman does not do anything halfway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I decided because in the last few months, our coven has grown. And yes. two specifically of my cousins are really taking it to like a duck to water. I made them in bulk treasure chests kind of things so i did three of the things out of my favorite book which is wheel of the year and the first one i did and i also so i made four of everything uh-huh. i um did the bridges sacred flame the candle all the herbs and i put rose hips on the top instead of the, i didn't have rowan berry and of course, I reached out to Chris and I go, this is what I'm thinking. And she said, yes, that'll work. So we each have one of those candles. I did the anointing oil out of the book. And the last thing I did was the poppet made out of candle uh-huh. wax. And it's I used gingerbread cookie cutters to do it. So cute. So these are all things, the Bridget candle you're supposed to burn, I think, from the night before through the day. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then the poppet I left um, for my cousins that I mailed to. Uh, Kristen came up with a great idea because she was supposed to either put like a fingernail clipping or your hair, some kind of your DNA, uh-huh. which I would say. Um, so I did a sigil for each of them on the back of it, putting their name and some things I wished for them in this coming year. Um, what else did I do? I put some crystals, some uh, clear quartz in their boxes, and I had leftover candle wax, and I had star molds, so I made some stars using that, the same um, candles that had the same essential oils in it. So that I just finished, and I got it shipped out on Monday, so they'll both have them. One yeah. will have it Friday, one on Monday, so they'll both have it before invoke which is another thing that was rushing to do. I'm like, oh, because they live across the country. Got that done. And then, so one of the other things I was uh, thinking, so I have the corn dolly from last year, so that'll go on my altar. But um, you know, they were talking about the wands with the acorn mm. on top of it for the fertility. Not that I want fertility. But I have the wand you made me with the seashell. Oh, yeah. 
I'm like, that works. That's kind of acorn shape, right? Yeah. No, it totally, oh yeah, it totally so, is. So that's going to go on my altar. And I had to have a sheet because, you know, I get obsessed. I get something in my mind and then I can't find it. I went to numerous craft places and they didn't have sheep. So I ended up going to a farm supply and got the little rubber one. So I got one for Kristen and one for me. And while I was there, I had to get my daughter and my granddaughter a little donkey because it was so freaking cute. And it was a baby donkey or a miniature donkey. So everything else on my altar will be the candles, the, the dolly we made last year. I have a Bridget cross and um, some of the crystals. You know, it, like last year, all the focus was on the altar. Like uh-huh. that's all I did was the altar. Uh-huh. But um, this year I took it to another level. And because of freaking COVID, we were supposed to be recording together and I was going to have Kristen finish up hers, put her magic in the anointing oil and the puppet, but I'm sick and am recording yes. this from five miles away from Nancy's house. <laughs> right. So we're hoping that we can get together. Otherwise, I'll be making her a little care box and dropping it on her doorstep. <laughs> yes. So what? Yeah. I you know you've been really busy and. I'm just feeling a little rundown. I still yeah. I have a little sore throat. My nose has been real runny. But anyway, so for, for in bulk, if I don't go over to Nancy's. If that doesn't happen, I did make us bath bombs that were specific for, uh, the only thing I didn't do is, um, I didn't color them. They're just white. And the reason I didn't color them is I didn't have anything to color them with. Um, and like I said, I'm not, I'm under the weather and I'm not. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but I had all of the essential oils I wanted and all of the herbs I wanted. And so I made a, I made quite a few bath bombs for a ritual bath. Should that be something Um, plus just to have it kind of, just to have that, that like homey. Yeah. I'm coming home sort of ritual self-care. Yeah. I think this should be about self-care. It's one of the things, definitely one of the things I was thinking about. Um, And then should I not go, if I don't go over to Nancy's, one of the things I do want to do is I have a tarot spread in one of my books, one of my many, many books uh, that is specific to her. Oh, nice. And so I want to, I want to sit and do that and do a meditation on that. Oh, Um, send me that spread. Send a picture of it. um, You should put it up on the website too. And that's, those are my plans. And so on that, we can end this episode with a prayer to Bridget that I found that I really love. Blessed Brigid, flame of delight in the many worlds. May the fire of your sacred hearth be rekindled. May they burn brightly, their flames bridging the many worlds bringing the star power of the heavens down to enliven the stars that live deep within the hearts of Mother Earth. Grant us the gift of your brightness and warmth, that the fire that is inspiration. Let us draw sustenance from your well of deep peace that nourishes all life. Enfold us in your mantle of protection and healing. Guide us as we heal in our creative endeavors. 
Grant us the inspiration that enables the creation of true beauty and harmony. Blessed one, fair one, this we ask of you as we offer you the inextinguishable light of our love and homage. Oh, that's awesome. I haven't seen that one before. Yeah, use, use that to invoke her. Create your own prayer. I think sometimes we forget that we're allowed to talk to our deities. Yeah, exactly. Uh, some of mine never shut up. <laughs> I know who they are. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Oh, I did have my um, bell was ringing yesterday, Monday. Oh, I love that. Yeah. It's ringing pretty good. I mean, it was actually ringing and then it kept vibrating for quite a while. Oh, so who knows? Oh, so Nana, that's you. Welcome. Is anybody else? I understood the assignment. I, um, that reminds me, um, my mom, before she passed, she got, um, years before she passed, she'd gone on a trip to Vermont. And the only thing she brought back besides the memories was one piece of art that has since gone missing and hmm. um a set of sleigh bells like for a horse and sleigh like oh wow real sleigh, sleigh bells, bells. Sleigh bells. <laughs> and um she used to have them on the back door of her house that's how she knew if anybody was going to try to break in right yeah yeah she had them on the door handle when she was passing away we put them on her bed hmm. so she could either call for me or when she got very ill should she try to escape yeah um, and then uh i had kind of had them tucked away in my house but tucked like in a box tucked away because they're very emotional for me yeah um, but my son had an incident where somebody tried to break into his yard so he wanted to put something loud on the back door just in case and so i said i have the sleigh bells take the sleigh bells well he just brought them back he just brought the sleigh bells back and i put them right next to her urn okay and so we'll see we'll see she rings them if she rings them yeah but Maybe. i gave her back her bells should be going feed the birds oh my god that woman and her birds <laughs> yelling at me you moved and now you can't feed the birds oh she was maybe yeah. she'll haunt someone probably me <laughs> <laughs> i doubt it yeah, she's she come to visit you Come and visit me, place to place That's fine. <laughs> all right. Well, with that, I hope you all have a wonderful and happy ambulance. Give us pictures of your altar. We'll post them. I'll try to yeah. post my stuff. I should have took a picture. Actually, I did take a picture of the boxes, so I can share them. Oh, yeah. Do. Do. Put that. Yeah. We'll put that in the group and on the, yep. we'll put them everywhere. Yep. We'll do that. Right. And as, as always, have a safe and magical day. Mm -hmm.